nobody is getting better and nobody is getting cured and no social ill is being truly long-term addressed, but we are just churning money right and left. This time I'd like to invite Dr. David Labarsky, Vice Chancellor of Human Health Sciences and CEO of UC Davis Health to the stage to say a few words. Wow, good looking crowd this morning. I want to just take the 60 seconds that I've been allotted, talk about what progress UC Davis Health has made in becoming more of an asset to this community and to the community all around us. We've absolutely reset our organization to make sure we are leading the effort to eliminate disparities in outcomes in health across the urban core, the entire ring region, and reaching deep into the rural areas and the Central Valley through our educational programs, through our care programs, and most importantly, through our partnerships. If you were here last year, you may have heard say, uh, me saying, after having been here a few months, that our goal is to complete and not compete with the other healthcare systems in the region. And that has been an incredibly successful jobs to date. Brad Simmons, who here is running our, our hospital, uh, is having to contend with a 113% census every day at noon. And that's because we hope that UC Davis Health is seen as a friend to every rural community in Northern California and the Central Region, every community hospital, every hospital in Sacramento, as taking those cases which we are uniquely situated and staffed and technology enabled to do. And that has been very successful. And I just want to talk a little bit about the partnership with Sacramento County. As many people know, we had a sort of contentious relationship a few years ago. Now we're considered a formal strategic ally. We've become the sole staffing source for the Sac County's FQHC. We've gotten one of 12 HRSA waivers in order to provide a full slate of subspecialized services to the underserved in the Oak Park region. And we have a truly uh, utilized and underutilized facility on behalf of the underserved. But it's not only partnering with Sac County that's been great, it's partnering with um, fellow health systems. And we have so many people here, not only from healthcare, but from the business community. I want to talk a little bit about our integrated care campus concept, which all four health systems, and you'll hear maybe a little bit about this later, have been working on together to address the problem of homelessness, mental illness, substance use disorder, and overutilization of acute care services in our EDs and our hospitals where nobody is getting better and nobody is getting cured and no social ill is being truly long-term addressed, but we are just churning money right and left. We lose money on that care and we don't do patients a favor and they just recycle through the system. So all four health systems, along with the city, the county, there's interest from both the state and the federal government, Many of the businesses, our FQHC partners, and others have come together to create the concept of a campus that will truly make an impact in thousands, the two or 3,000 individuals out there with chronic homelessness and multiple comorbidities that cannot be treated without us all coming together, not just housing, not just health care, not just counseling, but everything all in one place to finally come up with a national model that is both different, exportable, and curative for our downtown. So I encourage you to hear more about this. We're at the tail end. The uh, California Healthcare Foundation and the Sierra Health Foundation have already weighed in. They've given us some money 
Our uh, Center for Healthcare Policy and Research has been doing extensive research about communities that have worked in other cities and other areas around the United States. We'll be releasing that report shortly. And again, I want to point out that all four health systems have put up money, and they have all been incredible partners in this. The county has been an incredible partner with this, and the city as well. Everybody, I believe, is now poised to make a difference in homelessness in our community. And for those of you who may or may not, if you walked the streets on K Street, you know that this is a problem that we need to solve, and that no human being deserves to suffer in the cold like they are doing today. We can do better. Can you update us on Aggie Square and speak to what that's likely to mean for the regional healthcare system as a whole? Sure. It's going to be all things to all people. <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, we've, we've engaged with a developer uh, who's Rexford, and they're going to be a great partner. I think the idea of being able to bring in burgeoning technology companies who are interested in working in Sacramento, not just with UC Davis or UC Davis Health, but with the community at large, is, is one of the bigger visions and people who are going to actually augment our anchor mission strategy for our local communities and really help out as mentors and employers and, and bring good paying jobs into an underserved community. So uh, that's moving ahead very rapidly from a perspective you've heard that we don't have enough lab space that's been talked about. Um, we're hoping that we're going to get uh, 500,000 square feet of uh, wet lab space built on the campus, which we've had, which desperately needed for our own researchers. You can't be 30th in the nation and shoot to be number one if you're working in 30-year-old research buildings. So uh, we're very excited about occupying part of that, but part of that will be for the companies that come in as well. And we believe really will lift up the uh, entire area around our campus, but also the city and the county and the entire area because it's going to bring a lot of interested companies that previously might not have relocated to Sacramento. So what to elaborate on the lab space, I guess, is, is it the plan to build that on spec in the beginning and find tenants for, or what's the, uh, what's the plan for that? Well, ideally, we'd like it all to be pre-allocated to people who have already pledged to pay really high rents, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, we're, we're, we're putting it up, and it's, it's, the first phase is, is going up. We're hoping to open doors sometime 2022 on a lot of the buildings for the first phase. Uh, we're, you know, remember I say you got to take some stuff on faith, and uh, we're still there. If you build it, they will come. We've had an amazing amount of interest. Everybody who uh, wants to deal with nutritional education and, and impacting our communities that way, to people who want to build the next generation of cell and gene therapy and make us a hub for the entire Western U.S. and Pacific Rim. So there's a lot of really great excitement around advancing the technology and the businesses that are going to be joining our community.